Hello and welcome to the crossover episode of Walking the Earth Podcast and Freedom Loving Podcast. I'm Justin Castle, this week calling in from New York City, New York. And I'm Mike Margulies. I am calling in today from Baltimore, Maryland. And Kevin Costella, welcome to our show and uh, we're happy to be on yours too, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I was excited to be on your show and I'm uh, from I'm here in San Diego, California. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah, so we're all actually we're all stateside right now, as it turns out. And, you know, yeah, yeah, we're not so we're not... everyone's at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not so exotic this time around. <laughs> it's a little yeah. wintry up here. The uh, the Juno storm kind of fizzled out to nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah. now it, it was still it was still snow. It was about a foot of snow where I live, but further east it was way worse. Actually, uh, the, yeah, it's a little bit here. That's that's actually the twist on my end though is like uh, I thought I was still gonna be traveling um, like a few weeks ago and I just literally did not get on the plane um, and just uh, stayed around and it was it's kind of like for me um, Kevin have you had this kind of experience where like um, you know I was traveling for a long time and then in a weird way when I came back I just felt like I got reconnected kind of uh, yeah. with home in a way I hadn't been before. Oh yeah, it makes everything seem a lot nicer at home when you travel <laughs> right. for a while and you get back. It's like, wow, I I really did miss this. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, did you? No, you you got off the plane, or are you you didn't take your plane uh, purposely, or you just? Yeah, it was uh, intentional. Happened? I mean, um, and, uh, well, truth be told, I still can take the flight. I have a you know, it was booked with like miles, and so I can take it later as long as I take it within a year. So I guess okay. delayed it really, but yeah. um, it was like the day before the flight, and I was supposed to hop on and go uh go to indonesia and then kind of i don't know i was really torn like half of i still really love uh southeast asia a lot but mm -hmm. um you know i found i'm I, I wanted to be close to my family and friends for a while that i hadn't seen for you know i had only i'd been here for a couple of months and it wasn't enough yet to yeah. You know, yeah get back on the road so it's really a weird thing because i you know like a, i don't know a year and a half ago or two years ago i said i'm, I'm a permanent traveler that's right that's my <laughs> lifestyle it's a permanent uh permanent traveler perpetual tourist you know whatever you want to call it pt like i that's what yeah. i was kind of like that's what i'm excited about but but in my mind also i wasn't thinking like i just want a permanent like that's just hopping from city to city and country to country because that that can be annoying after a while right and yeah. I, absolutely man yeah, and and like I love the, the seeing new things, and then but then it's it's really nice to come back to something like hmm. where you have sort of a home base, and you've got like a, a group of friends and family, whatever you you know whatever your comfort is, and and be able to do that. I I think that um, I'd I would really feel like I was missing out if I just did like you know I don't know if you guys know Wandering Earl or yeah, uh, yeah. some of these guys that are just <laughs> like forever. Constant. Yeah. yeah, I I I I can't agree with you more, man. Like I I mean, I'll tell you, I could I would trade the experience for nothing. Like that the solo backpacking experience, uh, there's nothing like it. But yeah, after a while, you kind of want some stability in right. your life. So yeah, um, that's all. And you know, Kevin, I wanted to to see like you've you've been traveling for a while, and I know that you um, recently went to Colombia, and I think you went on another trip. Like, do you find yourself going on shorter trips now as opposed to like a longer extended um, escapade, I suppose. Is that, is, yeah, that's, that's kind of, it's, it's a good question because I, I sort of thought about that uh, about a year ago and I was like, I don't know if I really want to do all these really long, like three, mm. six month trips or whatever, or live in other places. I, I kind of decided this year that I would take more shorter, like 
two weeks here, mm-hmm. two weeks there type of thing. And so far, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I, that's that's what I've been doing this for, or you know, for, since the beginning of 2014. And uh, I, I really, yeah, I really like it. It's just just going out somewhere and, and being still being able to do work on the road, yeah. not not being right. like, oh, I'm on vacation for two weeks, which is what everybody, of course, says. <laughs> right. Know, but so yeah. you, you can travel more than just the the allotted two weeks you're given by some employer or whatnot. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but you're coming back to San Diego not because it, oh you only have two weeks, but because hey you want to have a base and yeah. exactly exactly. Yeah. And I, I actually feel like you were talking about earlier. You guys were talking about earlier is the uh, idea of you know things kind of seem fresh when you get back and yeah. And it's, it's like yeah. San Diego to me is pretty much a it's kind of a paradise. But if I stay here, if I'm only here, I kind of don't really appreciate it. And then mm. when I leave and come back, then I'm like wow this place is really amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 And for me, it's like my, I just feel like my heart is kind of torn, you know, um, as I, I do, I think if you ask me what I prefer, like lifestyle wise, I mean, for me, hands down the lifestyle in a place like Chiang Mai, Thailand is a uh, second to none, you know, and yeah. I, if I could have the only problem is with the other side of the world. So, um, <laughs> and so, you know, this big part of me like feels like I really belong there. Um, yet, uh, you know, this is where my I grew up. This is where my family is, my friends, and so, um, and so I, I guess where I'm at now is like, oh, well, I'll go back when I kind of get recharged. I get, you know, once I get my fill, and may, maybe I'll have the experience you had, Kevin, where I'm like, I'm here for too long, and I'm like, all right, then now I've got, now it's gotten to be um, not as exciting anymore, or something, and then we'll pull on. Do you guys do? I know both of you guys have traveled quite a bit, but have you done a lot of long-term stays in like U.S. cities? Um. Well, the outside one, of New York, outside of New York, I <laughs> not really. I mean, I've, I've I visited San Fran, I visited L.A., um, other parts of the of the U.S., but not really. No, yeah, I I mean, I I lived in D.C. area and in Houston. What I, you know, that was when I was like working. I wasn't. I, I don't know if you mean like was I living and I, I wasn't um doing and staying the same way you would like when I was in Thailand, for example. I was I was yeah. just you know working a typical you know job and. Yeah. Uh, the most I've done as far as staying somewhere and just kind of really just taking the time to explore within the U.S. was, uh, you know, maybe a week or so in, uh, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that, that's one thing that I've sort of uh, a couple of years ago decided that that was sort of a uh, compromise. Like I want, I really wanted to live in the mountains. That was one of my, I've never lived yes. in the mountains. I've always lived like on the coast. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I decided to go to Colorado for three months and I'm like, I could easily do Colorado for three months. Sweet, and I'm not yeah. a winter person. So yeah. So I went in the summer when it's nice and warm, but, uh, yeah. I'm really thinking I about just, doing that actually. I, so and I'll have to get some uh, tips from you. Colorado's nice in the summertime. It's awesome in the summer. Yeah. It rains a little bit more than I thought. Like I was surprised at pretty much almost every day it, it, it comes down like it, in the afternoon, thunderstorm rolls in, it rains for like an hour or two and then it's, it's done. But, mm-hmm. but the temperatures are great. I mean, it's really, it's really nice and yeah. uh, there's a lot to do. I mean, it's beautiful. There's tons of hiking and biking and like whatever it's, uh, yeah, it's really, a, it's a really cool place. That's yeah. awesome. How long were you out there? Yeah, just for three months. I, I went cool. in June and I was like kind of just open to whatever happened. I went to Boulder and um, I was going to come back after two months because I wasn't really – I mean it was it was nice. Like I said, it was a lot, lot of stuff to do. But um, I was kind of feeling like Boulder wasn't really for me, like that city. Right. I mean I, I, I like Colorado in general, but I didn't – wasn't crazy about Boulder because 
uh it's sort of like a college town okay and it's sort of a suburb it's sort of like a big like kind of a suburb and it's so it's like if you're not in college or raising kids it's sort of a weird place to be i think i see uh. i'm curious i'm curious like i know i i used to live in syracuse for, like, for about five years before i moved to new york city and a lot of the a lot of the folks that were living in syracuse were talking about colorado is where i want to go colorado is where i want to be I don't know if that's just like a East Coaster, an East Coast thing. Like, oh, Colorado's, you know, very, you know, it's very cutting edge. They've, you know, they're very cutting edge with like laws. They're very cutting. They've got snowboarding and a lot of uh, very progressive things there. Is that legalized a, marijuana? Yeah, that's. I <laughs> yeah. wasn't gonna say Let's that. Cut to the chase. Yeah, that is. That's pretty much it. They they allow weed. They love allow that out there. Um, it's like uh, that goes with the same attitude, though, right? It's like a kind of a relaxed environment that pretty people are, uh, yeah, pretty progressive and laid back. That's right. the sense I have of it. I'm, I've only been myself, also, you know, out there for you know, ski trips and whatnot. But I mean, um, I mean, I've never been, but but that's kind of the mentality okay. or in the and the lore, I guess, of for right. pe- people like myself who've never been there. Do you do you feel like that's the case on the West Coast also? Like that, like it's a common uh, feeling of a lot of people. Yeah, that's I mean, that's why I stay in California, because people tend to go west to start their lives over or to to start something. Mm, And so it's sort of like it started with the whole gold rush thing in the 1840s, I guess. And uh, people call everybody came west because the gold was out out in California. And so they they, a lot of people just kind of come here and it's like anything goes, whatever you want to do, it's all good. And it's uh, and people you could come out here to be a beach bum, or you come out here and start, uh, you know, a startup business, or I mean, it's just kind of like I feel like there's a lot of uh, looking towards the future here, and then there's just a lot of like you said, like kind of relaxed and, mm. um, you know, uh, anything, you know, a lot of tolerance, I guess would right. be the word. <laughs> yeah, the West Coast has that same kind of vibe, I think that yeah. uh, Colorado is sort of known for in a sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. And I, I don't know the the, the laws. I think you can. Um, as far as like my lifestyle goes, you can set up freedom no matter where you are. You can kind of mm. make your life free, and it, no matter what the laws are or whatever, right. it doesn't really matter. And that's kind of been my philosophy: is like just build your own freedom. You know, yes. don't, don't wait for other people to don't you know don't necessarily move somewhere just because like oh it's a little bit more free over here. You know, it's like <laughs> right. you can do that. Actually, you know. I love that man. But that's actually a good way. Uh, a better way of phrasing kind of the things I was t- I was going through emotionally myself because uh, you know in my head it's like I had this idea of I love the way the lifestyle right the freedom I had when I was out backpacking um, yeah. and then like right before I got on this uh, flight I was thinking to myself well wait you know maybe I can make that same kind of freed lifestyle you know here in the U.S. if I just maybe just try for it I can do that and do it here you know establish a bait not that I'm still gonna be traveling more but. Make my instead of looking for a new base, why not I right. make the base right, right here, the place I already have it? Exactly, know? exactly. And I, I think I've uh, I've exhausted like almost everywhere now. I haven't been to Eastern Europe, but I've been to a lot of places where I'm like, well, maybe this would be the great the, the spot to settle down in. But it's like <laughs> you really just come back. It's like you're you're still living your same life, even if you're in a place that's you know like different and cool and laid back and more free or something. But um, but yeah. What so uh, Mike? What did you think about Chiang Mai? Like, what was it that you liked about it? Yeah, that you said um, that you, you could saw yourself staying there for a while. 
Yeah, I, so I did actually end up spending, I think it said three or four months there. Um, in yeah. this, now I was I was out for of the country for about fifteen months total, of which you know three or four of them were in Chiang Mai. And what I loved about it was, I mean, and obviously the cost of living is a huge factor uh, for sure. That it's not, can't. Be, oh yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm not well, you can't decide. wait. You can you can beat it because you can go to Cambodia and live for like half the price of Chiang Mai. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I guess there are parts. Yeah, there are definitely parts of Cambodia that can be cheap, or India. Go to live in Goa yeah. or something, right? And you That's get, true. Right. Um, yeah. So it, it, yeah, there are. You're right. There are even cheaper ones. That, you know, relative to say where I am now, though, in the in the U.S., you know, I'm I'm finding my, uh, you know, it's a lot pricier, and also just things like getting around are more difficult. You know, right. um, like I if I'm and maybe that just comes down the price too, because I could you know find a, a tuk tuk to whatever, and here I can still Uber around everywhere. It just costs me ten times the price. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, that's a big factor, but also there's. Um, it, I felt like Chiang Mai was just as it is that a kind of a relaxed. Um, it just felt like a lot more relaxed. There's a lot less pressure, and you know you just kind of have freedom and space to kind of do your thing, you know. And there at the same time as you had this freedom, and uh, there were also I was able to get things done. You can meet a lot of people, you know, a lot of other you know the digital nomad folks in the co-working spaces, mm-hmm. so that you could get stuff done, but also have this relaxed lifestyle for a low cost of living, all these kind of factors. And it's also just interesting being in Asia, you know, this place that's vastly different. And I liked it as I was going along. I learned a little bit more Thai, not that I can speak any conversational Thai at this one, but Mm -hmm. I learned a little bit more, started to pick up on a little bit more things and learning more. Just it's an interesting place to be, you know? Yeah. Um, Have you been out there? Yeah, yeah, I, I did about three weeks in uh, in Chiang Mai in uh, 2013. Cool. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I was the same way. I thought it was great. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. It was one mm. of those things like you come from Bangkok where it's just absolute insanity, and right. the, tra- oh, it's the like- traffic is the traffic <laughs> oh, is probably man. the worst in the world. I hate Bangkok and- so much. Yeah, I do too. I really hate <laughs> Bangkok. I mean, other than the fact that it seems it seems like a really safe big city like i always feel safe there and mm. maybe i'm just being naive but <laughs> it's, uh, it i always seems, just feel uh, like lost there and uh, uh, man it's, yeah, <laughs> it's just ma- it's just massive concrete yeah. and and buildings i mean i don't i don't really know i know some people like bangkok and i know even there's a lot of digital nomads that that hang out around bangkok but i don't get it i don't understand mm. it's like it's one of the hottest places on earth i think with the humidity yeah. it's like and the, the other thing, though, I mean, for me, I think I also just tend to be a guy who's more into the small towns and the big cities, you know, right. and whether it's Bangkok or um, or New York City or whatever, like, I think for me personally, I, the smaller towns speak to me in the sense that, like, I, you get to be, I don't know, there's just this warmth to people when there's less people. And yeah. so right. uh, for me, that's nicer. And so, I mean, when I tried living in Saigon, in Vietnam, which is another hub, you know, for these digital yeah. nomads, mm-hmm. uh, I tried... I tested that out because I'd heard good things about it, and I had a great experience there for uh, all these different reasons. But ultimately, it was like, well, for me, uh, Chiang Mai was a better fit, you know. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Maybe Baltimore's not a bad place for me then. It's not. It's still <laughs> the city, but it's smaller yeah. than big cities. Some of the bigger ones, you know. That's yeah. That's I, it's funny. I had the same experience with Saigon. I, I did, I did uh, yeah. a month, month there, and I was like, okay, got it. I I think it was kind of yeah. cool, but definitely not somewhere I could stay for very long. And I don't. Yeah, it's tough. It's it's. A, I mean, it's so crowded and polluted, and it's just like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, it's big cities just freak me out sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know why I submit myself to this torture of living in New York. 
<laughs> crazy. I'm crazy. Well, you're man. well, you're in the center, dude, for like uh, what you're trying to do in the comedy scene, you know. Yeah. So you're in the thick of it. And I'm not saying that big cities are a terrible thing. I'm no. not trying to like make a judgment on all oh, bugs are bad. But I think for me personally, it's just I'm a smaller town kind of guy. Right. Know? I'm just giving you yeah. guys shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you know what? Fair enough. But you know what? I'm I'm learning. You, you got to spend time if you really want to meet people in a city. You need to be in a city for a while. You can't. Yeah, it takes you can't. Longer. It takes longer. And when yeah. we we were talking. Uh, um, Kevin to, to Leon Logothetis, um, who traveled the world by bike, by motorbike, um, and he did. I don't know if you're familiar with his story. Do you need? Yeah, I listen. I listened to part of that show actually. Yeah. Oh, sweet, cool. awesome. Yeah. Yes. So, so, so for people who haven't heard it, he basically traveled around the world on a yellow motorbike, didn't bring any money or food, and only relied on the kindness of strangers to get him around the world. And I found it. You know, he said the same thing you know it's the cities are kind of difficult but there's still people there that will help that helped him along the way but you know in these smaller towns and other places like you know there's just you know i guess they're a little bit more receptive because of the culture i suppose you know right small yeah. town versus big city hustle bustle yeah well if you're and you're in a big city it's just obviously you're automatically you have to shut people off Right. You know? Yeah. It's just exactly. kind of. A, I think it's just a natural, a natural thing that yeah, happens. Definitely. Yeah. And it's a tough balance because you you want to be in the kind of the action, but because if you go too far out, <laughs> then it's like you're not meeting anybody. But exactly. Yeah. yeah and that was, uh, yeah, that, that was like an adjustment for me coming back to the U.S. too. You know, we talked about this a couple episodes back where it was just, um, the yeah being used to people being so receptive. As a, yeah. you know, to a stranger when I'm with a stranger versus um, uh, when you're coming back into the U.S. and into big cities, then it's um, it's not the same, you know. But I think what you're uh, – I think what you said is – I think, Justin, you were saying this, that like it, you can make uh, really good connections. It just takes longer, you know. You right. just have to invest more in them. Definitely. And then the, and maybe yeah. it's a better payout, you know, ultimately. Yeah. You know, as, as if you're living a transient lifestyle um, and you're backpacking, you're going to meet so many people so easily. It's like the easiest thing in the universe when you're backpacking yeah. to meet other, make friends. But they're ultimately transient relationships. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a, uh, you know, there's two sides to the coin. Exactly. Whereas back home, it's harder to meet people than that maybe. But when you do, yeah. those relationships go deep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Definitely. So, um, Kevin, I was curious. I, you know, this might be a 180 or what, whatnot, but. You, so you were in Australia, and you were married, and you read a book, and you that kind of spurred you into, you know, this whole freedom movement, I guess, of getting out there and doing things that you wanted to do. Um, is that kind of is that is that a good way to to summarize that? I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I was already kind of on that mindset because that's why we we actually went to Australia because it was like we can do it. You know, we both had you know uh, jobs, or she had a job, I had a, a business that, that we could travel with. So right. that was that was kind of how we ended up uh, ended up going to Sydney. And um, but but yeah, I think reading that book was was really eye opening. It's called How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World mm -hmm. because I think my focus then was like about all the things that aren't free. Mm. And how oh everything's limited and oh we shouldn't have to do this and and why do I have to do this and that and like you know it just it, it'll drive you nuts because there's so many 
parts of life that you could look at as like, oh, that person's stopping me from being free, and this right. this situation here is stopping me from being free. But ultimately, you can control some, at least some of that. And the more you can do on your own is to, in terms of creating freedom. Um, obviously, the more free you're going to be. So. That's yeah. That's really what the book did. Is it made me kind of wake up to like, look, I I'm in control of a lot more than I think I am, and right. and that's what I think a lot of people don't don't really realize. And it can be it, it can be anything from uh, like the situation you grew up in. Some yep. people think, oh well, this is how I grew up. This is how I'm always going to be. Like, why? How could I change? But they really can change, and they don't they don't see it. And um, right. so and, and you know, to to something like people that are really into like political movements, they don't realize that. This isn't going to change. They, they aren't going to become happier because they got involved in this political group, but th- they think they are. So it's like, it's really, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. really something that, yeah. That's a really interesting, I appreciate that perspective a lot, you know, because, you know, we, we do tend to look at the something negative, like who's holding me back, you know, and, and yeah. fight it. And I yep. think there's something to say for rather than instead of fighting against something that's wrong, you can try to build something positively that's good, yeah. you know. That's a great and, way to put it. Yeah, I, I so yeah, I dig that that view, man. <laughs> I, I, I dig that view. Put I dig that viewpoint also. I can I think it can be applied to relationships. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't fight. Absolutely, don't don't fight something that's you know. Yeah, well, yeah. we all yeah, try it's to like. Yeah, it's like you're you're trying to change the person that you're with to right. exactly what you want. You know, <laughs> it's like, how often yeah. is that going to work? Well, we're, we're always trying to find the bad guy, right? Like, right, and it's right. very easy when you're looking to like find a bad guy. Like, this person's oppressing me. This person's not giving me <laughs> freedom. You can always find this person's an asshole. You're always going to find an yeah. asshole. You're always going to find the bad guy. But what uh, I think the more difficult thing is just to you know not enough, always fight all those fights and maybe yeah well i don't know I, I always try to think look internally to myself like okay where's the bad guy inside of me that i can make better you know right so exactly work on that um definitely and you know i think it, i think that's definitely a, a thing that um you know once you travel the world i think it makes you or at least at least talking to you guys you guys are very relaxed people i feel like can get along with a lot of different folks um so i think that'd be hard because there's so many relationship options and you're constantly going all these different places like it's how do you meet somebody that's you know you you give it all up for i guess or maybe you don't give it up it's you the mean person. as a traveler yeah it's the, it's maybe it's you don't give it up it's the person i don't think you give it up i, I don't know gets I, along with you that inspires you yeah yeah i mean i'll let kevin i'll let you kind of chime in on this too but for me i would say to, to someone i'm compatible with is probably going to have a similar mindset to me anyway and want to travel and do these things also you know yeah, but. yeah, that's that's the thing is I think that uh, you really just need to look for people that have like you said mindset. It's like the the growth mindset. Mm, are you yes. are you growing or are you just stagnant? Yes, and if, wow, if that's somebody a, that's has a really that, put it too, yeah, yeah, and it's like you can definitely find people that travel that that have that. And I think that's uh, that's yeah. a really great great place to go. But yeah, it's tough when you're really. And that's the other reason to. to hmm cut back and not be like on the road constantly but <laughs> yeah uh, to to date anybody i mean how do you do you that when you're chance. like oh i'm here for three months and then i'm gone and then i'm right. off for another place for two months and yeah it's it's tough but there's a guy um colin wright you guys know who that is i'm no. not familiar colin i think that's his name um i interviewed him uh, on my podcast yeah he's been he's been doing this stuff for a long time too and he he travels and writes books and and does that kind of thing and yeah, we got talking about that, and and he he just has this kind of attitude. It's like, yeah, I'm just straight up for uh, upfront about it right away, and I'm like, 
yeah, I'm only going to be here for two months. So, right. <laughs> you know, it's, and I, and, and I guess that has its advantages and disadvantages too. Right. So. Sure. Well, you know, I have, for me, I guess I still have, I have this fantasy now. Like I've done this solo backpacking thing for a while. And now, you know, it would be cool in some future day, whatever it is, whether it's in a few months or in a few years or whatever, if I'm like in some uh, relationship with someone who I really love and feel connected to, and then we go do it together, you know, because yeah. and that would be a different experience that would also be awesome, you know, and, and maybe it would take away from some of what's difficult about the backpacking experience when you're kind of you know, the way well, ultimately it's in is the transience makes you know, loneliness feeling. But if you're with someone the whole time, maybe that's a whole different thing. Right. You probably want to go home eventually to a base at some point, but yeah. still. But uh, yeah, I think that'd be cool too. I, have, Kevin, have you seen, have you um, seen Jennifer? Jennifer, no, I don't it's, think so. It's a movie about a, a, a guy, um, it's Tom Allen, is that right, Mike? Yep. Who travels around the, he basically goes on a world journey and then he meets a, love of his life along the way it's a documentary he, about, that he he did himself and um and then they wind up biking together and keep traveling yeah. together is there a spoiler alert we need to put here <laughs> um yes pretty, pretty much everything that i just said it's still it's an amazing it's still a great great movie and you, and you should definitely see that like have you yeah. have you been in that position have you been in the position that mike's talking about and that that movie kind of references like traveling with someone yeah have you met somebody to travel with you know i i i i tend to travel better solo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm actually it's planning a trip. i'm it's actually planning a trip right now with, with somebody but it but it, it's it, it is easier yeah it's much easier to travel solo because i actually went on my first um really big solo trip. I was planning on going to Bali and just kind of like cruising around Southeast Asia and not really having any plan. And uh, a female friend here uh, wanted to go with me after she heard about my idea. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I wasn't like dead set on anything. And then we got there and we really didn't get along at all. It was really a bad Uh-oh. match. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was someone to I travel mean, with. So. I mean, I don't, I don't want to get into the details, but, but so was it just, um, it, it just, the you think it was the a product of the environment or there was an underlying like thing from the beginning and it just this exposed it being under pressure exposed it like exactly the second part was definitely more of it than anything and uh i i don't know i still probably i don't i still don't know i'm not friends with this person anymore but i don't and i don't know what it was but um right. yeah she just she did i mean in my perspective she really couldn't handle making a, a decision together and it just got to where it was like she just kind of blew up on me one day, and I'm like, okay. And she's like, oh, I'm leaving. And so it was like, okay, I guess, wow. <laughs> I guess we're not traveling together. That's fine. <laughs> I, I was actually really happy. I mean, I was like, okay, well, you know, like go ahead, that's fine. And uh, the next day, I woke up and I was like, wow, I'm so happy. And and the trip was. <laughs> you reminded me of the scene in Austin Powers too. After uh, uh, what? What's her face is the fembot. And he goes, wait oh. a tick, I'm single again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vanessa's a fembot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's tough. I mean, I, I had such a good time traveling around solo. That I mean, I was there for like two and a half months all over Southeast Asia. And I, I just would never have wanted it another way. I didn't. I, I just could mm. not have imagined being with somebody for that long, just trying to make group decisions. And yeah. I, it's just so much easier when you can go, you, you go somewhere and you're, whatever your feeling is about the place, you can just make a decision. You're like, okay, I love this place. I want to stay here for like three more days at least. Right. Or you're just like, nah, I'm kind of not into it. I'm just going to leave tomorrow. Yeah. Whereas 
you have someone else there, they're going to have their own opinion. Like, well, why do you want to leave? Or why do you want to stay? And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I think the way, if and when this happens for me, I kind of envision it like it would be flexible, you know, so you'd be together, but maybe sometimes you go off on your own little adventures and then reconvert, you know, I, I think that would be like, maybe a, a healthy way to approach it probably yeah. yeah that's that sounds ideal i don't know anyone yeah. that's actually pulled that off but well, i i think i've I, met I, people that do that actually because i met like some couples and i was in cambodia and then like i met uh, just the one guy they were still like together as far as i knew and uh yeah. you know i met the one guy by himself later and he's like oh yeah we're gonna meet up later so i think people there are people Mike, that can pull that off what yeah. about what about when our when our friend justin went and visited you didn't he do that didn't he like- yeah, actually, yeah. So our uh, a friend of uh, yeah Castle and I, another his also name is also Justin uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Shunik. Um, he came to yeah he came to Thailand to visit me for a couple of weeks, and that's basically how it operated. When he came, you know, we were hanging out together, but we didn't we weren't attached to the hip. You know, he went off right. on some of his own adventures, and I went off on some of my, my own. I was kind of living in Chiang Mai, so I had like different activities <laughs> I was into, uh, and so. Um, yeah, that's exactly how we did it. We were hanging out. We saw each other pretty much. I think we saw each other every day. I would, I think, and hung out a very large part of the time. But we weren't always with together. You yeah, know? sounds like yeah. a sounds like a theme park. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're meeting up at three p.m. Oh, well, you don't even. But well, that's the thing is, you don't even schedule the time to meet up necessarily. You just say, all right, well, we'll we'll stay in touch and then you know, reconvert. It's like the that's the thing that's tough is there's so much. I'm used to not having to plan, and now I have to plan again here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Do you that's feel like, yeah. <laughs> is that is for you also, Kevin, in the U.S., that you're planning more than you would when you're? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. I mean, everything's. Yeah, a lot of things are, are much more planned. But yeah, I took a. I was gonna say I. I did two trips in the last couple of months. I one I went to Colombia, and I went with, with two friends. Actually, one one pretty good friend the other one is like not is kind of like uh not a super close friend or anything and that was one where yeah we had to plan and it was um not what i'm used to worked out pretty well um one guy was a little bit more uptight than i'm (laughs) that i would want but (laughs) but uh but it worked out pretty well we had a good time we had a you know we had a really fun time and we got to split the cost which is nice and Uh, got to stay in nicer places and stuff like that but um But then I did the, – then the next trip I did was Panama and I was solo and it's like there were some things that I did miss about having people with me. It's like just being able right. to say – you know, just refer to people and go, oh, this just happened and that happened. And it's like when you're solo, you just don't have that kind of reference. You're just kind of like, oh, right. OK. And if you have a bad day, you're just kind of stuck in it. So Yeah, that, that part's <laughs> tough actually. Yeah, when you're tra- traveling solo and yeah, some, you know, you're in a bad place, you don't necessarily have like the support network there, you know. And yeah, you can you make know, so friends, but you don't want to like start a friendship with someone just talking about, you know, some negative thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Next week, we continue our joint podcast with Kevin Costello from Free to Loving Podcast and discuss challenges faced on the road, getting ripped off, getting scammed while traveling, hear ladyboy stories from across the globe, discuss debt and going against the grain. It's a very packed episode. You don't want to miss it. So check it out online at WTEpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at WTEpodcast.com.